Hello and welcome to Plant CEO. Today we're going to be speaking to Hakim Jimo, the founder of Veggie Victory. Hi Anand, yeah, fantastic. Thanks for for inviting me. Yeah, perfect. Um, so can you tell uh, me a little bit about your background? Yeah, so um, my name is Hakim Jimo. Um, I'm here in Lagos, Nigeria. That's why you see some tropical plants probably. Um, I'm the co-founder of Veggie Victory, which is Nigeria's first vegan food company. We started as a restaurant, a vegan restaurant, and then added a, a meat substitute. And I'm um, 48 years old and uh, uh, German-Nigerian, actually. Awesome. Um, so how is the, the vegan movement in Africa right now? Yeah, um, quite different, I think, than what you might be used to uh, in, in UK. So um, I think there are two sides of it. Um, Traditionally, um, we didn't eat much meat, but um, that was maybe a few generations before. So right now, um, um, the meat has uh, taken big part of the of the meal. It's uh, it's it's desired to have it. Um, so the the vegan concept is new. It's uh, um, uh, it seems to be a bit like imported, but people actually know what it is. So yeah. Like, mm -hmm. And how, how do you think that compares to, to Europe or the US? Well, the biggest difference, I think, is um, um, why people do go vegan or consider it. And in, in Africa, like here, I'm, I'm in Nigeria, it's a health reason. So um, there are a lot of health challenges, the, the typical non-communicable diseases, killer diseases. Um, well, that's the main driver here. So not as much as um, um, in Europe where ethical reasons are very important, environmental reasons, uh, those come much later, those, um, those reasons. So here it's clearly um, health. Yeah. And what, what's the main thing about health? Is there something that uh, is missing within uh, the, the foods that they're eating, um, like Protein yeah. or um, um, are they lack are, are they lacking anything or is it the, the causes of other other things and having an impact? Yeah, so there are different things come into play. Um, of course, Africa is very diverse. I mean, even uh, you can't compare a country like Nigeria with 200 million people to small countries even within West Africa or East Africa. So everywhere it's quite different. Then you have this. Um, um, huge um, um, uh, contrast between rural um, population and uh, urban population. So on one side, you have people that are very much living the Western life uh, with uh, problems like obesity. And then you have um, people that are uh, lacking um, protein, malnutrition. So you have obesity and you have malnutrition. Um, so one has to really think of that first. And then, um, so uh, the plant-based diet can actually, um, we believe, go help both ways. So obviously obesity, very similar to Europe, Western world. Yeah. And then also um, help poorer people, which there are still millions, to, um, to overcome those um, deficiencies. So what initially made you open your first uh, vegan restaurant and then also create uh, this um, alternative meat product um, that you've now created and launched? 
Yeah, um, in the beginning, it was a personal story, you know. Um, so I have been, um, in the beginning, I was a vegetarian for 19 years. Um, and then I switched to the vegan diet uh, um, lifestyle. That's another seven years. So altogether, like 26 years. And uh, I was just uh, fed up that there are no restaurants in, in Lagos, in a 20 million city like Lagos. Uh, so I saw in, in other cities, uh, Europe, vegan, vegetarian restaurants popping up everywhere, even in some neighboring countries here in West Africa. And then there was none in, uh, in Lagos. And I thought, no, this is, this is too weird, you know? And uh, so let's start it. I was usually eating a lot of, um, I, um, I, I eat Nigerian meals, you know? Um, uh, but you have to prepare it yourself. We can, we can talk about more um, how African food is on Nigerian food. So I ended up eating a lot of uh, Indian places, Lebanese places, because that was easy when you move around town. Because um, you can't just stop somewhere and eat the stew from the street, because then there's definitely meat in it. Right. Uh, so I spent a lot of money on that, and I, I was telling my wife that um, spending so much money here uh, on uh, eating out, and we can still not really be sure what it is. So why don't we start our own restaurant? And then we... We have the vegan burgers and all those things that uh, I was missing anyway, and probably can even veganize the, the very interesting Nigerian cuisine. So it was a personal decision. And then uh, uh, at the same time, uh, it was not just um, a hobby, but I thought um, there is a, a, um, a viable future for vegan businesses. It was very early, seven years ago. It was uh, seven years ago even... Even in Europe, vegan was still uh, um, uh, not too common, not like nowadays. Um, so, and I, something was telling me, world is interacting. A lot of people from abroad are back in Nigeria, and they bring those um, experience with. So, there should be uh, uh, there should be some some market for vegans. I mean, uh, uh, no matter how much Nigerians are saying they are meat eaters, uh, so that's how we started the restaurant. And, and um, well, the, the the meat substitute was came later um, because immediately we started, people came to the restaurant, and I always say normal meat eaters. So nine out of ten of our customers are normal meat eaters, but they want to reduce meat. So flexitarian, you might want to call them. Um, and then we thought, how can we even reach more people? And the product was uh, uh, was the best option because there are not even many products here. Yeah. And uh, can you tell me how you're working with uh, the local charities in Africa? Yeah, so um, so the business grew and grew, and um, it's it's about um, how do you convince people? Um, because I think um, a big difference is in Africa, meat is seen as a status symbol, you know, similar like Europe, but a few hundred years ago. Um, so. Meat is something that you deserve, you know, that you earned it. Uh, it shows that you have arrived. And it, so it, it immediately tells you it's a psychological thing, you know. Um, it's, not a, it's not so much about um, nutrition. It, it's about a status symbol. Um, so, in fact, it's even seen that uh, if you offer somebody a meal without meat, it's like an, almost like an insult or that you cannot afford meat, you know. So um, um, what we are trying to do is um, to give people 
an affordable alternative to meat. Um, so they, uh, they get even better protein, because the truth is also um, a lot of Africans are protein deficient, and, and that's horrible. You need protein to develop. So even compared to other developing countries, we are really bad in protein. And um, so where do you get the protein to, uh, yeah, to have a healthy pop, um, population? So we wanted to have a, um, a product, a plant-based product that um, helps to overcome this. And then at the same time, it's, uh, it should be cool. People don't want to buy something because they know they are suffering or they know they can't afford the real thing. You know? So um, that helps uh, with the global vegan movement that it's becoming um, sexy, it's becoming uh, fashionable. Um, lifestyle, healthy, and people are realizing it because, um, like I mentioned, health is a big issue. So we have this uh, uh, diabetes, blood pressure, and, uh, and then uh, combined with the um, inefficient medical infrastructure, you can imagine what um, that means. So people actually need to, need to eat healthier, we believe. And, and uh, how does that now connect with the work that you're doing with charities uh, in, in Nigeria, especially. Um. So we want to reach people at an early stage. So we started yep. in a school outreach in schools um, and we see that uh, young people are very receptive to this message. Um, and then we have partnerships like with um, the uh, SOS Children's Villages. It originated from, uh, from Austria, Germany, and it's now an orphanage system around the world. And they have a um, um, for um, orphanage villages in uh, in Nigeria, and so um, we started the conversation, and they also um, um, told us that it's becoming more and more difficult to to um, provide protein for the for the children because meat is going up in, in terms of prices, and uh, health wise, we're not sure half of the meat in Nigeria is imported, so you don't know really where it's coming from or it's. Uh, the quality is not good. So they were really open in terms of the health message and then affordability. Um, we need to feed the people. Uh, so we have a partnership and um, 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 we're introducing to them um, our meat substitutes and show them other ways like how to make tofu and mushrooms. It's really about uh, learning a lot of skills. Yeah. And so uh, have you, you've set up this uh, charity that you're, you're thinking of now uh, donating um, some, some of your food if, if, uh, if somebody sponsors uh, you to do that and provide it to um, this orphanages that you're working with. Yes, so we started with our, um, with our Veggie Victory company to give uh, um, the meat substitute to, um, to the schools and, uh, and the SOS Children's Village. And now we want to uh, scale up. Like uh, I had the idea what and that's when, when you came and uh, we met and I thought, ah, might that be an idea to, if we, if we connect a lot of vegan, vegan-friendly people around the world and uh, what if we can donate something and then we provide um, a meat substitute, an alternative to, to these children here, you know, yeah. and show them also not just eating for a month or two, but actually, uh, oh, there are other ways to, to do that. You know, I was the other day at the... The orphanage, um, and they live in uh, small families. They have a mother that has taken the, uh, so they have beach houses, and uh, and then I saw a little um, um, 
chicken box, you know, and uh, and I asked, what the, you know, those were the chickens, and what happened, you know, they yeah they died, you know, I said, how did they do that? How did they die? You know, and yeah, there was a flu or something, and I said, well, that's really serious. I mean, you're trying the little resources you have, you're trying to to grow an animal for for protein, and then it, it dies. It's uh, it's completely inefficient. You know, yeah. there has to be something better, and um, yeah. also wanted to say that the issue in Africa is um, is definitely not that we're eating too much meat. You know, it's different than Europe. You know, just a number. Um, like uh, I came across in a BBC report in uh, Burundi, so that's in southern Africa. Um, one person eats about five kilogram of chicken per year compared to 120 kilograms of, a, of an average American. So yeah. it's... Uh, it's not really about reducing the meat, of course I would like that also, but actually preventing meat consumption. And um, so what happens if uh, people have access, if they have enough money, and then they are, they are trading it into meat, like you can see in, in China and in, in India, the moment they have more money, now they are buying it because it's a status symbol. And uh, we are trying to avoid that for environmental reasons and health reasons and, and obviously also animal rights. Yeah. That's brilliant. Well done. Um, so um, and so with the uh, charity, you're, you've set up a fundraising page. So I think we can link to that uh, on the description uh, of, of this video. So I'll be happy to put that up. Um, so, uh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, so the other thing is that I, I found interesting when we when we first met is that um, you were also brought up in a farm in Germany. Oh, yeah. The, so the you tell day. me about that. Um, was it were you were you rearing uh, uh, animals or was it uh, plants you were growing? Yeah, it was a, a, a crop farm. So in northern Germany, so I was born in northern Germany, um, and then uh, um, uh, I was actually on, on a farm um, near well in in Lower Saxony. Uh, so they normally they grow um, wheat and potatoes and um, uh, and this kind of stuff. Um, so we didn't, it was not a, thank God, it was not a animal farm. But of course, there's a, a, a deep tradition to meat, you know, and um, and um, what happened there was um, uh, they buy, among the neighbors, they buy one pig and then um, the butcher comes and then they're producing it locally. Um, so in, in a way, compared to factory farming, it's much better, but... Uh, there was always, I mean, if you slaughter one big pig, the, the freezer, I mean, we had, I think, two freezers were full. And every day there was uh, meat, you know, I mean, that's the cliche of Germany. And I was, uh, I was in my teens. I said, this is really too much. And let me just go with the potatoes. And then there were some stories coming up in the media. And I remember um, one of the move, um, the uh, effects was, uh, I don't know if everybody, anybody remembers it. Um, the the chicken farm of uh, Polman, and they said they they sprayed the chicken with um, with nicotine, and I knew nicotine from from cigarettes. You know, I tried not to smoke at that age. You know, and now and now you're spraying the chickens, and and this was one of the stories. And then mad cow disease came later, and the the fish had a problem in the North Sea, and um, but I didn't make the connection. Nobody heard of vegetarianism you know it was later at the university that I in Hamburg that I um, 
met like-minded people and then there was the alternative meal vegetarian word was still not known you know so it's not like nowadays you go through berlin and everybody is vegan you know (laughs) (laughs) but even not there even there i'm still arguing with people i said this berlin or probably london it's it's an island you know it's uh, there's still uh, like in africa there's still the rural areas and um or in America, I see that, you know, it's uh, if you're in Portland, yeah, great. You have all these fantastic vegan companies, but there's much more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what do what do your customers uh, say about your your veg meat product? Uh, both both good and bad, I guess. Yeah, so this is really what keeps me going. It's like a, just uh, yesterday I got an um, I saw a, a screenshot of a chat that um, a woman came she bought a pack and then she cooked it for her husband and, and he didn't notice it was not me and then she wrote back i need 10 more of these packs because my husband doesn't even realize it was not me you know and, and this is what we are really proud of that um what we have developed um is uh, is a meat substitute that really works with the african idea of meat which is more like chunky you know it's so it's not like burgers and hot dogs you know it's like you want your um, skewers, we, we, it's like barbecue thing, you know, or, or in, in stews. So that's something we have um, managed to do. And uh, um, so there are always these fantastic stories that people come to the restaurant and they're arguing with you. No, we're not saying the truth. This is meat. What kind of meat is it? And some really <laughs> weird stories like um, um, somebody was saying, no, I can't eat it. It's uh, it's uh, it's like human meat, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh uh, yeah, so I mean, um, I, what we really want to do is connect to the um, common people. So not making it a kind of uh, high-end vegan, but really affordability is uh, that's actually the the main thing. That uh, it's it should be more affordable than meat. That was always my philosophy. You know, yeah. how can meat be cheaper than a meat substitute? It doesn't really make sense. Uh, maybe under marketing um, ideas, but uh, we want to give people really like um, uh, a common man an alternative, you know, because uh, Africa uh, is a poorer um, uh, or does not have as much purchase power as uh, as a developed region. So we need to find solution here that uh, that include people on that path and not just leaving them out because they don't have um, enough money for a meat substitute. So is it is it currently cheaper than meat your your product uh, according to you know how much like for like comparison? Yeah, we're already like uh, um, 20 30 percent cheaper than meat. Of course, it depends on what kind of meat you're buying. You know, uh, um, but um, uh, we're not like a dog. I was always uh, when I'm in Germany and then I see some great. Uh, meat substitutes and then they are like double the amount of uh, of, of uh, meat of course which is subsidized but still that cannot be an excuse so yes we are cheaper than meat and uh, also uh, high protein more protein in and uh, some other um, um, benefits like it's uh, it doesn't rely on a cold chain because there's no cold chain in Africa electricity is a problem um, so it's not stored in the freezer or the fridge, and you've you've created a technique to create your product. If you can describe that a little bit, yeah, actually, so we got even a patent on that. That it's basically dehydrated. So um, 
Um, but what is interesting is to get the texture because it's all about the texture. It's not people are not um, changing to a plant-based diet or at least reduce them the meat because they want to help animals or help the environment. No, it's it's because it's price is a factor and then taste. You know, it has to taste. If it doesn't taste uh, good, then they they will still not eat it. And there are some cheap animal products like um, uh, like the skin. You know. Um, it's really inexpensive, uh, but people would still buy it if 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 the alternative is not tasty. You know? mm -hmm. um, so, are you planning um, any new products or opening more uh, restaurants in Nigeria? Um, what were your you know your your growth plans? Uh, I guess in the, in the short term. Yeah, so there are many ways to. To, to play it. So first, we are happy that we have done seven years, you know, and uh, um, we are pioneers here. And uh, it was not for money-making reasons. So you've still uh, put more money into the business than making out of it. So um, um, people are asking us. Nigeria is so huge. There's Abuja, uh, an hour flight, or Port Harcourt, and to open restaurants there. But uh, running a brick-and-mortar place is so expensive here. Um, so that's why we, we went into um, a retail product and um, we're definitely looking at other re uh, retail products uh, like uh, something from cashews uh, and uh, there's really a lot of, um, I mean, food comes from here, you know, there's so many fantastic yeah. uh, things. So um, we want to broaden our product range so that um, we have, yeah, there's, so there's something for everybody, you know, even yeah. something that is more locally sourced, uh, even cheaper, you know, and uh, so different ways. And, and you're already stopped in uh, um, a chain of supermarkets, um, right, uh, across? Yeah, so we have done uh, um, um, the, the proper um, registration of the product, you know, uh, they, we have a, um, a re regulatory uh, body here um, called NAFDAQ, so we have that, and, and um, with that you can now go into supermarkets, so we are uh, in, a, in a dozen or so supermarkets, and uh, two thousand, you said. A dozen, dozen, two dozen. Two no, dozen. Okay, right, yeah. And that's, I, I think that was spa. Is that right? Because we have yes. spa here in in the UK. The, the yes. Okay. Yeah. Those no spa, and in Germany we also no spa. It's uh, only okay. that um, they only have like fifteen stores. It's not like uh, you have a chain right. of thousand uh, stores or something. Okay. Right. Distribution is a big issue here. You know, um, you cannot sign one deal with uh, Walmart and then you are in 20,000 stores. Uh, you have to really basically uh, develop your own um, uh, distribution network. So, which is also fine because um, to convince people to to reduce meat is uh, really works by interacting one on one. So we like to work with uh, um, individuals, which also help in employment. Uh, um, help them to start talking to their um, church congregation or in their communities. Uh, so, and then it, it's much more convincing than putting something on a shelf because we are really not there um, like you have an aisle only for vegan products or something far right. away from it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and what's your, what's your overall vision of the company now that you've, you've come very far, I think, from, from what you've told us today? Um, so what's your, what's your vision of where you want to take the company? 
Yeah, so uh, the last year was really about um, um, looking for financing, you know, uh, to scale up. We have done the groundwork, we have the product uh, um, and uh, the production. And now, like, uh, really, how do, you, how do you get people's attention? You know, and um, even if it's, uh, you don't need adverts everywhere, but you need people that go around. So we are now at that point that we at least we got uh, half of what we were looking for. And uh, so we can, uh, we're ready to start. And then the, um, um, the pandemic broke out, but that's, that's fine. We know that um, uh, we can work with that because I think the, 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 the way people look at health will even be um, more in our favor. But uh, so the next, uh, what's left of the year is we, we're going to go out now and uh, uh, introduce the products to more supermarkets, to more communities. Um, then also in, in schools, uh, those places. Uh, so that's really the strategy. No more, no restaurants, because that's really capital intense. Um, mm. Not for now, maybe in a few years when we have really a lot of funds and then we can... Uh, yeah. Restaurant is great to so people can really see how it's cooked and what you can do. Um, like uh, we veganized the Nigerian cuisine, you know, like uh, people thought you cannot cook an egusi meal without meat or, or crayfish. And then they realized, oh, it tastes actually great. You know, you don't need it. You know, and uh, that's what the restaurant was for, to invite people and, hey, sit down uh, and, and try it. And we yeah. need more of that. But now the focus is on the retail product. Great, fantastic. And uh, so finally, what, what sort of advice would you give to, um, I guess, upcoming entrepreneurs who are looking to enter into this space? Yeah, it's a bit tough. And especially now, uh, the current situation, I think, uh, without talking too much about Corona, but this is going to be a diffi very difficult year for entrepreneurs, especially startups. You know, I mean, uh, probably now the last thing you have on your mind is how to start a business uh, uh, unless you really have a good idea you know um, uh, we need more products uh, it's definitely not like in Europe or America um, um, we we were the first that offered a commercially uh, scaled meat substitute and um, other stuffs are imported and, and then it's expensive or um, some some locally produced uh, things so Definitely, we need more products. I believe that uh, this movement is uh, is becoming stronger, and um, uh, I really, my vision really is that it's it's not like a vegan lifestyle or diet. It's actually it should be the way of life. And uh, traditionally, looking in uh, African the way how we cooked, we never ate so much meat. Meat was uh, maybe. I, I still talk to old people and they say, oh, yes, we ate meat three, four times a year when there was a wedding or something. Uh, and now following the Western way of life that uh, you need a chicken wing in the morning. Um, I would like to go back to, uh, yeah, not like the old days, but like uh, we have so many fantastic foods here. You don't really need it. Uh, um, and I think uh, Africa could really play a great role in terms of uh, vegan um, life and globally, you know, uh, by, you know, we, we did so many um, um, leap jumps, uh, like, yeah, uh, didn't go for landlines, but went straight for mobile phones. So now the world is going vegan or I mean, pockets of it. So let's, 
let's not go down the the meat way let's go straight to the vegan yeah well this is the time and the opportunity to do it right i mean before before the consumption starts to increase like the the other countries that you mentioned and before so the preventative part especially to do with health is vitally important so yeah completely completely with you on that yeah and then with connections and uh, support of uh uh, guys like you, you know, because I think this is a global thing, you know, it's uh, um, we need to learn from each other, you know, and uh, uh, and so the uh, I, I really love the way the the, the vegan global network is is, uh, is seeing it. it's a global thing, you know, if we uh, it doesn't matter if you reduce meat uh, in London, if it increases by uh, 0.1% in India, you know, then right. um, um, it doesn't, it doesn't doesn't work like that you know? yeah and then especially when you're when you're you know the global problem being uh with uh animal you know factory animal farming linking to climate change um and all those aspects is a global problem uh, and that we need to start dealing with it now so yeah i was just seeing a, uh, i saw a quote from the german uh, minister for uh, international cooperation and development he said we need a green deal for africa like uh, 600 million Nigerians don't, Africans don't have access to electricity. So if they do, then we need hundreds of power plants. And and I was wondering, so if uh, if if all these Africans start eating meat, you know, or have just like 30% of the meat consumption than than the Western world, then uh, uh, you will have thousands of uh, more animal farms here, you know, and. Uh, so it goes hand in hand, the Green Deal. You know? Yeah. And if you can imagine then also with the animal farms, having the animal waste uh, going into and polluting uh, the rivers and, and then making an impact to the local environment and other damaging other crops as well. It's like a it's like a chain reaction. Yeah, and it, it actually affects also um, um, countries where you are in that um, we have seen it before, like uh, the tobacco industry. Uh, once it's not moving anymore, like in, in the Western world, they move to those countries. And uh, and we have seen things like uh, uh, it could be the same with the meat industry. Uh, so they are still producing meat because it's much more efficient to produce meat in, in the UK than in Nigeria, for example. And then, yeah, they are still producing meat there and then ship it down here. You know, um, so uh, we, we are together in that. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time. It was a pleasure speaking with you and I wish you all the best. Thank you, Anand. And uh, we'll talk soon again, hopefully. Yeah. Huh? Talk soon. Thank you very much. So, okay. yeah, if, uh, if you're listening and uh, want to subscribe to the channel, please do. Uh, and uh, please comment below as well. Thank you again, Hakeem. Okay, bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs>